Well, I have a microphone, and you don't. So you will listen to every damn word I have to say! As horror looks you right between the eyes, you're paralyzed. Cause this is Thriller, Thriller Night. And no one's gonna save you from the beast about to strike. Yeah, this is Thriller, Thriller Night. You're fighting for your life inside a killer thriller tonight. All right, episode 42. Oh, look at you. You're like you're doing the intro from afar. That's good. Is it 42? Yeah, dude, 42. Nice. Yeah. Um, was CC Sabathia, was he 42? Oh, I don't know. Um, Ronnie Lott was 42. That'll He'll be always be the 42 to me. Um, what's going on? Um, I was in Vegas this week. Oh, really? Yeah, for work. Uh, we had a job that we're shooting in Vegas. Going to, going to Toronto next week for this job. Um, it's cool. You have a passport? I do. I do. It's not expired? Nope. I actually haven't checked. I should probably check, but I'm feeling pretty confident. <laughs> um, what's the, uh, what did you do in Vegas? Did you gamble at all? I did. I actually played poker um, on Tuesday night. I was there. I got there Monday, spent Tuesday, and we shot on Tuesday and then came back on Wednesday. Um, I played poker and lost. Where'd you guys stay? Uh, I just stayed at the Paris I never stayed there. It's like going to like a Disneyland hotel or something. It's like that theme shit is is too much for me. Yeah, it, uh, Paris it, is a little. It's got like it's got a nice breeze that goes through there. <laughs> Whatever, you know, like where you're like it's set up the outdoor cafe or whatever. Yeah. It's like they like put that fan or the AC through the. It feels like there's there's wind like you're outside. Yeah, I guess. I, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about through the right, right off the elevators. You know, I, I don't. When I go to Vegas, I never spend really, unless I'm going to the Cosmo. We don't really spend any time in that area on this strip ever, so I didn't even know like half the stuff that was there. But whatever, it's small trip, got some good stuff. That's it. Got home and I had ordered. Um, from my old butcher back in New Jersey that my parents used to get food from in Long Branch, New Jersey. Um, they have these awesome hot dogs, and I've been asking about them for a long time. And they can only sell them in bulk to send out here. So I have 40, 40 hot dogs in my freezer right now. Did you eat any of them? I had, I've had two. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. These, I mean, these are like over like the, the foot long ones. They're like awesome. So we'll have a, a hot dog eating contest. <laughs> I don't think we're, <laughs> I don't know if we'll get past like three or four of these. Um, but uh, yeah, that's that's the big stuff in my world. Um, and then also, I guess now I'll wait for sports for this stuff. So what, what's going on with you? There's a lot of shit that just happened today, by the way. I know. Um, that we're going to get to. Um, I guess we'll figure out how you want to do this. But my, I only have one note. Um, Mike Tyson's Punch-Out came out 30 years ago uh, this week. And I thought, I, you know, now that everything's an anniversary, this I figured is- I'd bring that up. Um well, that's because people don't make cool shit anymore because everyone's on the internet, so they don't need to. That's um, true. You know? I remember, do you remember playing that game, like, nonstop? Did you, like, play oh, yeah. it? Oh, All I know is when I first bought it, I was in my room for pretty much the whole day and couldn't get past Bald Bull. And you know me when it comes to... Uh, getting frustrated with video games. I must have broke like four or five things in my life. <laughs> that was the most frustrating time. Like, that was the hardest guy to beat. I beat Mike Tyson and Soda Popinski 
uh, those are the two last guys. Um, like, not as, I mean, as easier, it was an easier time beating those guys than it was beating that bald bull. Oh, see, I thought bald, I used, that was, I could get past bald bull, I couldn't get past whoever was that, was it like the second piston Honda was after him? Or, because they started doubling back your second fights against the better Soda Popinski and better, uh, anyway. Um, yeah. what was, do you remember the, I think, was that the cheat code that was up, down, up, down, left, right, left, right, stop? Probably, but the thing no, is. No, 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 you know, that was Contra. That was the Contra. Oh, Contra was. Oh, yeah, unlimited was guys. That was a good cheat code. <laughs> um, but, uh, all I know is we didn't have internet back then, so you couldn't really figure out how to beat things. You actually had to sit there and try to figure it out. Uh, that was frustrating Um, so I I just watched a clip of Mike Tyson I was going to send it to you but he was interviewed by TMZ and he was like they were like yeah it's the 30th anniversary because I didn't even like that fucking game oh really and he goes what are you talking about it was like a huge hit he goes yeah I kind of grew on it over the years but it was just sitting there I didn't really like it and he was like well what was your favorite like opponent in the game and he goes glass joe because that's the only guy i could beat (laughs) i guess he wasn't much of a uh gamer gamer shocking um he seems like he would be back then 30 years ago so uh what's going on over there got any notes i just gave you my notes uh, audio clips of people hating the giants well that's the problem is I, I just couldn't that's what I was that was taking me so long to start this is um, I was trying to find my my old friend Vic whatever and he's too he's his rants are too keyed in on the Yankees right now and uh, I just didn't feel like getting into the context of it I'll have one next week okay I thought well, about it trust it me be about refs. it should be about the refs refs today oh because the, the refs basically lost that game for the Giants it wasn't Eli Manning. No, it was not Eli Manning. And it was it had it nothing was, to do with that fumble. Was, uh, the same. For some reason, Seattle gets these games where like there's a controversial call and it goes their way, and then they have the same ref crew that called that stupid Jets call last week, where it said it was a fumble into the back of the end zone and basically lost the game for the Jets, or not lost the game, but basically. They had a chance to win. Um, yeah, it was bullshit. We'll, I mean, we'll talk about it in our NFL segment. But, uh, but well, we can... the Giants are one and six, and uh, they're looking to get a quarterback first round. So, why would hey, why would they why would they need a quarterback though? I, I thought everything's fine. I thought everybody loves Eli Manning. They do, but now they he's going to be gone in like within the next couple of years. So they're going to get Josh Rosen. Um, although we know that uh, what's-his-face is struggling. Um, USC. Um, Darnold. Darnold's struggling right now. Keeps turning the ball over. Yeah. What? Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so you, you think the Giants will wind up with a top-five pick? Oh, definitely top-five. Why do you? Th- but why? Why do Giant fans like? Why are you guys still on the Eli? I mean, I know you're saying that we're going to draft a quarterback, but you still don't blame him for like the loss today, even though he fumbled for what was the uh, winning touchdown. A, and I'm sure you'll blame the refs, you'll blame the line, but you won't blame him. The game plan was the, the same game plan from last week. They don't have any wide receivers, so they're trying to run the ball. And uh, you know, Seattle's defense is pretty good. And they didn't change anything up. They were just like, all right, we're going to try to run the ball three or four times. And they're three or four times and out. You know, it's like, just, it's whatever. All I know is our general manager is probably going to get fired. McAdoo will probably get canned because new general manager usually likes to pick his own head coach. Right. Um, So, we'll see. It's going to be, there was another person that got fired today, but... 
No, we could just just jump into sports. I mean, I, I don't I don't know who got fired today, so this will be news to me. Um, oh, there's a lot of shit that happened today. I I only know one thing because I was looking for a rant on that as well, and uh, I just ran out of time. What? Um, are we jumping to NBA? Or are we gonna stay on NFL? Well, I just want to start off by saying how bad we are at, at gambling. Oh my god! I, I don't, we gotta just take we gotta take two weeks off. Like, how did we become this bad? It's like. We're getting the worst part about it is we were <laughs> other other than the over unders that we bet the two oh we didn't bet West Virginia I had West Virginia in that pick 'em thing but both those games the SMU game and the West Virginia game were ball backdoor like they were covering until the very end of the game it's yeah it's just so annoying uh, I also think we got to stop picking the same teams every week well. But- might be yeah. time when you lose like three in a row, three weeks in a row, betting against the Browns or betting on SMU. It's time to like maybe find a new team. Dude, yeah, but that how does Tennessee not cover that game? I don't know. I'm just saying. I was re- <laughs> at one point. I was really rooting against us because, um, I mean, if if they're gonna if they're not gonna cover, they better fucking lose too. I watched the Panthers uh, game today and. You want to talk about bad play calling? I saw some of that. I saw some of that game. I've never seen anything like that. So yeah, I guess we'll just do the NFL first. Um, that that. Um, do you see what Trubisky's final stats were? What do you have? Like nine passes. Four for eight. Yeah. <laughs> and win seventeen to three. Yeah, it was just it was such a horrible game. Awful game. Uh, yeah, I I actually Anthony, the guy I work with, and uh, I guess my whenever boss partner uh, was at the game in London. And oh, I, really? yeah, I was asking him what it's like. You know, he's like, the crowd's not as loud. Um, they definitely drink a lot, and but it's fun. He's like, people actually care. It was surprising. And the Rams were still wearing their terrible uniforms. Well, at least they matched it with like white. You know, it wasn't like the white helmets with the yellow outfit. At least that. Um, but the Rams, the Rams look good, man. They're like the highest scoring team in the league. And their defense is really good. I know it's going to be interesting to see uh, where they, what happens towards the end of the season with these guys. You know, that's that's one of the reasons I think I was actually rooting for your team today because, you know. The West, that's two teams in the West that are probably going to make the play. Well, you don't want to say probably going to make the play, but are heading towards the playoffs right now. That's one less spot for a team like mine that I can't figure out who they are. Big win for your team. Is it? Not big win, but they, won. <laughs> they, they scored a lot of points. They, they, played, they, played, to a, they played to the level that uh, they played at a, at a high level. Let's just say that. So where are you at with this Ezekiel Elliott thing? Don't you want him to be, like, go on suspension now? So, like, if they make the playoffs, he's... Well, he's not going to get suspended for the playoffs. Like, they won't they won't suspend him then. But, um, I don't know. You know, here's the thing. Like, I, I don't know that he's definitely guilty of whatever happened. Because I guess the invest... Like, you know, we've gone over this. The investigators said that they didn't think that he should have been uh, suspended, and then the NFL went and suspended him anyway. And so now they're going to retry the case with the same people. I don't know. Um, yeah, same thing's going to happen because Roger Goodell is still going to like go through with the suspension regardless because he's like, I made that decision. I don't care what investigators were involved. It's going to happen. They're just delaying it like right. they did with the Brady stuff. Um. Yeah. Well, did you see they announced the Super Bowl halftime show? No. Uh, who do you think? I'll get, uh, we're going to do another guessing game. Oh, yeah. Is it Timberlake? Yeah, Timberlake. Yeah, I, I saw that they talk, I, I saw that he was, they, so they were circling. I didn't see that it was official. Yeah. Um, so that's all I really got for, uh, there's a good you know how much tonight. You know how much more uh, Timberlake I want in my life? Big fan. Not a big fan. Sorry. The trailer for the movie 
the Woody Allen movie looks just so bad with him in it. Um, I haven't seen. He's like the star of it. It's tough. He's tough to watch act or try to act. He's tough. It's like him and uh, Kate Winslet. Okay. You're gonna throw them two in a ring together, and then sh- <laughs> <laughs> it's just gonna show that he's just a terrible actor. Yeah, you should probably. You're better off having her sing a duet with him. Damn, there you go. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, I don't care. He's it's fine. It's a perfect kind of guy for the Super Bowl halftime show. Yeah, the game tonight. It's happening right now. I don't know if you've got it on in the background. No, I don't have a TV where I'm at, but uh, I'll watch a little bit of it later. Um, I'll just tell you, you haven't missed anything yet. Okay. Um, uh, but yeah, so so Palmer broke his arm. Good, good, or not good, but good riddance. That guy. I mean, who's their who's their backup? Because that guy was terrible. Who? Is he gonna retire? Where's he coming back? No, I think he comes back. I think that guy's going to milk. I think he comes back and milks it, uh, but he shouldn't. Now, can we just say that this might be a good place for Colin Kaepernick to pop up? Or is that too controversial? I think it might be a good place, but he's never going to get signed. Like, what do you think about his lawsuit? It's, it's ridiculous. How can he, like... Who, how is he going to get evidence for collusion? Yeah, I don't know. Like, it's so stupid. It's going to all be... The, the court's not even going to hear it. They're going to throw it out before he even gets there. Um, but you definitely think it's happening, but right? What evidence does he have? Well, uh, Blake Bortles? That guy's been, like, <laughs> hanging out with... <laughs> Blake Bortles. There's, like, a list of about 15 guys he can bring up as Exhibit A... Through exhibit, like whatever, uh, exhibit M. It could be like Blake Bortles, <laughs> Jay Cutler. Um, anyway. Didn't Blake Bortles have a decent game today? I don't know. I didn't see. I just know that they, they killed him. <coughs> but yeah, they... there's, a, there's a long list of bad quarterbacks right now. Let's just say that. Trevor Simeon. Yeah. I, I don't know what's going on with Denver right now. Yeah. What was that about? You know, the Chargers just aren't bad. No, they've been playing decent football in the last few weeks. Did you read the uh, Bill Simmons column this week? No. He did a thing where he posted about uh, the winning, or somebody sent this in on his mailbag, the winning percentage of um, of NFL teams this year and like just how out of whack everything is. Um let me see if I can pull it up real quick for you. Um, I know that I won't. So why am I even going to try? But basically, there's like two teams with an above 75% winning percentage. And there's three teams with a below 25%. And all uh, other, what is it, 27 teams are in the middle. That's like crazy. Does that not make sense to you? No, it makes sense. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, so, was it? I don't even know who's the best team in the NFL. No, like you, like it would take me a couple of guesses to guess who's who's in what category. Man, I said Green Bay, but now uh, Rogers is out. It's like, who the hell knows? But like, just that he lost two games in a row. Right. Like to give you an average, usually there's at, at, by this week, but after week six, there's usually somewhere between. Five and and set five and eight teams with between a seventy five and hundred percent winning percentage. Usually the middle's around twenty teams, and the zero to twenty five percent is usually around six or seven teams. It's just it's crazy, um, but it also makes it very hard to gamble. So that's another excuse for us. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, so I don't know. Uh, who 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 like who do you like right now? It's like the best team. Yeah. Yeah. I hate saying the fucking Eagles, but oh. um, the Eagles are uh, winning games. Um, Kansas, I would have said, 
Alex Smith is playing pretty well right now. I mean, I still think they're going to be there towards the end. Yeah. Uh, playoffs, but you know they lost two in a row. They got to get on back on the uh, on the win column. But um, yeah, I don't even know. I mean, there's just so many crappy teams. Yep. Um. Well, I'll tell you what. Let's talk about Thursday, because Thursday night's game was awesome. Yeah, that was awesome. That was How the. How can you get like chances to I get know. into the end zone at the end of the game now? And it was kind of a. I mean, look, I. It wasn't a bullshit pass interference that that last play, uh, the one that they the touchdown that they called offensive pass interference. I don't know if I'd call it then. Yeah, you can't call three. Defensive penalties in the end zone in a row. I'm sorry. Well, I'm talking about the first one, the offensive pass interference. Oh, yeah. I mean, he extended his arms, but I don't know if I make that call there. So then, obviously, like, there was penalties, but they were also making, a couple of those were makeup calls for that call. Yeah. And so we wind up going four downs past, you know. It was great, though. Well, So Thursday, and we can use this to transition, was one of the, like, great sports days. So you had the um, Dodgers game, whatever it was, game five, game six, Dodgers series. You had um, you had NBA opening night, but not opening night, like second, like the, but the first night for the Lakers. So being in Los Angeles, it was really bad. Yeah, the real night, yeah. And then you had this, you know, this Thursday night game. So what was your first pick of those three? Like, what did you well, turn on I first? I didn't watch the Laker game, unfortunately. Okay. But, uh, but uh, I mean, I would have to say, just for the magnitude, the uh, Dodgers game would probably be number one, and then the NFL game number two. But what did you personally? Oh, I watched the NFL game. See, I went to the, I went to the Dodger game, and I, I don't like the Dodgers because their fans um, curse at me and throw beer at me anytime I've been to a game. Um. <laughs> And try to incite violence. Um, you've been there with me before when that's happened. Yeah. Um, but I was surprised that that's the first thing I went to was was I was the playoffs, baseball playoffs, and then back and forth between my probably my le- the thing I was least interested in was the Raiders Chiefs. But at the beginning of the night, by the end of the night, that was by far the thing I was spending most of my time with. I just thought that was interesting. How pissed is Major League Baseball that it wasn't Yankees-Dodgers? I know. But you know what? Baseball, this is one of the things I wanted to talk about. Baseball is in really good shape. Because you look at the teams that are relevant right now, the teams that are good, you got the Yankees, you got the Cubs, you got the Dodgers, you got the Indians, uh, you got the Red Sox. Like Those are those are the most popular teams in, in baseball. Um. So they're in like really good shape because that Yankee team is young and they're peaking a little bit. They're going to be back for the next couple of years. They're going to be making noise, and, and there's nothing better for baseball than that. Yeah, and uh, I just don't think the ratings are going to be as high this, this time around. But No, I agree with you. I mean, you're right. Uh, obviously, the Yankees are bigger than the sport probably. I don't know. Are they? I mean, to have a Yankees-Dodgers, you know, World Series would be just, just, it would kill the ratings. Yeah, I agree. No, you're right. Uh, absolutely. Um, that stadium, but for Houston Stadium, is terrible. I'm sorry. <laughs> I agree. Um, do they still have, they still have, they don't have the, the, they, remember they used to have the outfield that like went up. Like you'd be running, it wasn't flat, it was like a hill. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm with you. That that's not a good stadium. Um, but good for Houston, right? Yeah, good for Houston. They're gonna get some excitement over the next week. Now and, you're uh, you're kind of a closet Yankee fan. You're not like a fan, but you if you're gonna root for anybody, it's the Yankees. Is that that's safe to say, right? Yeah, because my family all talks about it, and I keep telling them that I'm not that interested in baseball, <laughs> but they still like, ask me about it. Um, so yeah, I'll root for the Yankees. I watched all the all the games in this series, which also was due to my unemployment. But <laughs> I watched a 
I've watched uh, most of the games, and uh, baseball's long. Yeah. It's, it's, not, it's not easy to watch. No, you know what? We went out last night for uh, Game 7, actually, like, which is which is good. I don't know. It's hard to get yeah, people to well, go out. That would have been better if, if we were out, out watching the game, yeah. Yeah. Um, but transitioning into the NBA, big first week in, in, in the NBA, huh? Yeah, and uh, a couple things happened today with my team. Well, there was a there was a tweet, pretty there big tweet. tweet. Well, first of all, the Suns have lost two of their first three games this season by more than forty points. Uh, their first game, they opened up at home with the worst defeat ever in the history of their franchise um, by forty eight points, and then they played the Clippers. Who beat them by forty something points? And today, Eric Bledsoe tweeted that he wants to get out of there. He doesn't want to be there. And Earl Watson, the coach, got fired. Oh, I didn't see that, that their coach got fired. I just saw Eric Bledsoe tweeted, "I don't want to be here," and that was it. Yeah, Earl Watson fired. I just, I don't understand. I, I, it's kind of hard. I don't really want to bore people that don't watch the Suns, but the lineups. That's there, everybody. I know the coach. <laughs> the coach uh, just had. I didn't understand any of the lineups he was putting out there. Didn't make any sense. Um, Marquise Chris should be starting, and Josh Jackson not starting. So, but not anyway. impressed. You're not impressed with Josh Jackson. No, he's pretty good. Okay. Um, I mean, he's been having a decent, decent season so far. First three games, <laughs> but. Uh, <laughs> It's just, the, I don't understand. The playing time needs, it's probably one of the reasons he got fired. The so this is the head coach after three games has been fired of a team that's kind of tanking. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, what do you think? Like, doesn't that seem a little silly? Something weird's going on. What do you mean? Uh, they should have fired him before the beginning of the season. Oh. They were just going to fire him after three games. Um, doesn't make any sense. I mean, obviously they're trying to keep Bledsoe around, but he's going to be traded anyway. Like, it's pretty much a known fact that Bledsoe and Tyson Chandler are not going to make it out of this season as a son, and they're probably happy about that. Right. But now his value just went down because he's... Now, I mean, whatever. I, I don't think there is any mirage that he was happy there, so... No, it's going to be another frickin' uh, Goran Tragic situation. All right, so let's then let's move on to teams that people actually might give a shit about. Oh, I want to oh, Ben yeah. Simmons. Um, pretty happy about his start of the season. He's yeah. averaged a triple double double. Yeah, he looks pretty good. He's been doing pretty well, although that team is not very good. No, I know. We <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> that 39 wins is, uh, is looking tough right now. <laughs> Marquis, uh, Markel Fultz, I, I don't know about that guy. Um, eh, it's only three games in, but yeah. I know, but, that, but yes, that team does not look that good. You know who does look really good? The Oklahoma City Thunder. Yeah, they do. Tonight? Oh, I have no idea. I just, I just watched one. I watched that first game yeah. against the Knicks. Boy, the Knicks are bad. Oh wait, no. There's three minutes and twenty four seconds left. They're down by two. Yeah. They were, uh, they were losing pretty well, like big, actually. So they're coming back versus it's, Minnesota. It's kind of cool right. to see uh, Russ, like Russ Westbrook, um, taking like four, you know, four to ten shots a game instead of like. 34 shots a game. I also saw a stat that said that Russell Westbrook getting a triple-double was the first time... I mean, Carmelo's played like 400-something games as a Nick and has never had a teammate that had a triple-double. Huh. And this is the first time he's ever had someone that can create. So... They're gonna be pretty good. Yeah. Uh, now going to the Knicks. How bad are the Knicks? <laughs> the Knicks are pretty bad. 
And I feel so bad for Przingis. That guy is he has got to want out of there. Yeah. He's just well, playing he's at such not, a different. He's not gonna. He's not gonna get out of there because they're gonna build this team around him now. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, he's uh, they're Frankie Nicotine. <laughs> they're not slow. Um, who else? Uh, so let's talk about Lonzo. What do you yeah, think? Had a so good far? game versus the Suns. He looked really good. You know, he 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 did look really good against the Suns. He looked really bad against the Clippers. But he looked really good against the Suns. Um, he's just got a good command. You know, like the the guy. I don't know. I like I like what we're seeing. I don't like Brandon Ingram. I think Brand, okay. I think Brandon Ingram isn't good. I I just think he's a he's like a hundred and twenty pound soaking wet like like wuss. He just he doesn't he doesn't strike me as anybody who's gonna do anything. I I could be dead wrong, but that guy is no fire. Um, I don't know. I don't know, but um, Clippers actually looked pretty good. Yeah, they're not they're not that good. Okay. Uh, how about that that Warriors loss in the first game? Oh my God! I mean, Houston, Houston's. Uh, well, what's his face is out for like a month now. Chris Paul. Well, I think that's probably good for them because if you watch that game, Chris Paul was not good. He's too. He's not Chris Paul anymore. He can't. He's not going to survive in that offense. Like, did you notice that as soon as they took Chris Paul out in the fourth quarter, that's when they went on their run and won that game? Yeah, and P.J. Tucker, like, had an awesome game in yeah. that game. I just don't think it's a, a coincidence. I think that they're better off without Chris Paul. Um, the Warriors, on the other hand, just, they looked a little off. They'll be fine. I know. But I, I'm just saying, they're they're cut, Mick. Dude. They're cut, Mickey. I know. I'm telling you, something's not right with them. Well, you can't throw your mouthpiece in an official. No. Um, can't throw your mouthpiece in anyone. No one wants that shit on them. I think Durant yes. tries. I just think Durant tries too hard. Like, Durant getting kicked out for sticking up for Steph Curry for being, like, a, a douche. Like, that just yeah. seems very forced to me. I don't know. I have a, I have a lot of character issues with... With Kevin Durant, I really do. I like him all. I'm like all over this guy's body language and and um, and, and the way that he he carries himself. And I I'm just not buying it. It seems so disingenuous to me. I love that everyone calls out Bill Simmons for like being his best friend, and he just like like nonchalantly like laughs it off. Yeah. Um, that's yeah. I mean, that's where most of my thoughts about Durant come from. Yeah. I guess are from that. But um, hey, look, it's you know we're big Simmons fans. It's good to disagree with the people that you listen to all the time. It means you're thinking for yourself, so that's good. Yeah. You know, like I was watching Bill Maher this week. I love when Bill Maher has on people who disagree with them. Specifically, like you know, Bill Maher is not a religious guy. <laughs> Uh, to say the least, he's you know he made a whole movie about like, against religion, um, but like he'll have on people who argue with him that faith is important. And I'm not a very religious person, but I really like when he gets told the business by a bunch of smart people who are into religion. Like I just for some reason, I always like those are my favorite guests. Anyway, back to the sports. Um, favorite argument by him is when he goes. I mean, I think he did this the whole religious me where he's like, what if you're wrong? That everybody that believes in a higher power right. has spent a life, like, keeping their lives around a fake, like, not fake, but like, you know, like a false, false prophet or a god or whatever. Um, I don't know. That's yeah. pretty funny. Um, yeah, no, it's good. Uh, what, um, anything else? Uh, who, who, like, anyone else you want to, like, th- these are obviously from week one, just some notes and some things we're yeah, noticing. Like three games. I like, uh, Jason Tatum's looking pretty good. Yeah. Um, uh, you still okay. like Kyrie to be a top, uh, lead, lead the league in scoring? Yeah, 
Like rolling it out. I put that bet in. No, he's, he's scoring in the 20s. I know, but you, you've watched him. You see that he's not going to be... Listen, that injury, not going to do what um, uh, Skip Bayless did and say, <laughs> you know, it's going to benefit somebody. Let's, let's, uh, let's talk about that for a second. You were really upset. You, you, you hate Skip Bayless, and you love finding a reason to... You, I think you... you Really enjoy when Skip Bayless does something you disagree with because it gives you a chance to express all of your pent up uh, dislike for him. Yeah, he's such a douche. <laughs> he like the reason I hate him is because he doesn't believe anything he says, and uh, he uh, basically just says stuff to get people riled up, and um, doesn't back any of his. He doesn't, like, he'll come back the next week and have a totally different view on things when he's had, like, a hard stance on it the week before. He's just, he's just... So, well, you, you want to explain the situation, what happened that got you so upset this said, week? Uh, so, Gordon Hayward, one of the big free agent transit transactions this offseason, went to the Celtics, and Celtics built kind of like a super team that they're going to hope to beat Cavs. And uh, five minutes into the game, the most disgusting thing I've ever seen. Uh, he basically broke his ankle and leg. Um, and Skip Bayless immediately tweeted, well, I guess we can say that LeBron's going to go to the finals and lose for the whatever consecutive, or he's going to go to the finals and lose again. Um and everyone just wrecked him for that. He's like, dude, this guy has got like potential career-ending injury, and you just all you have to do is like talk about how it's like gonna Effective you know, get wish him well. You just like say, all right, well they they're done. On to the next one. All right. So I'm just gonna say I didn't think that was that big a deal, and he it, it was in a series of tweets where he did say some some of the things that you're looking for. I think when he that guy can't mess up because everybody hates him and when you know, but hey, good good for everybody on it because he is a I, he is everything that you say he is. I, I agree with you, um, but I just don't think it was that bad. It was like okay, again, I'm gonna bring this back to political commentary, but like, do you remember Jeffrey Lord, the guy who was on CNN, who was like the Trump, he was like always defending everything Trump did, and they finally got him fired because he posted something about Heil Hitler and it was like completely not you know he wasn't saying Heil Hitler he was saying it to make fun of something and it, if anybody else had done it nobody would have like really jumped down their throat although who knows in this world right now but it was like everybody just had a distaste for this guy so much that when he finally did something like even though it wasn't that bad it was like yes we get a reason to get rid of him but no one's getting rid of Skip Bayless for this. I'm just saying that's where I thought the outrage came from. Apparently, he's made it this far. Yeah, I guess so. He's making a lot of money to do it, too. And you know what that Troy, is, G-Bones? Troy Aikman doesn't like that he's part of Fox. Does that make you like Troy a little bit more? It does. Um, you know what that is, though? His his career? It's scary, G-Bones. That's going to be my oh, transition. God. Around the corner. Oh, look at that. Hey, so I haven't put... any Halloween things? I am. I'm going to go trick-or-treating with my nephews. What are they dressing up as? <sighs> well, they Not got those... Mouth. I know. They got those costumes where... Which I think is a new thing. Where half your body's like your body, like your upper half. And the other half is like your feet are in like... Like so, like one's like you're riding a dinosaur. Oh yeah. You know, the other one wanted to be a unicorn. It's a. Uh, a unicorn. Yeah, a rainbow unicorn with a tutu. Oh no. So. Okay, and that's that, that was allowable. But well, I mean, what are you gonna? What do you mean? Was that allowable? Kids five. <laughs> And, like, it's not like he's doing anything wrong. It's just that's what he's into. Um, uh, my nephew's being Superman. 
My one-year-old nephew's being Clark Kent. Wow, see, now that's that's a good classic costume. And then uh, my niece is being someone from The Descendants Part 2. Do you know what The Descendants is? Uh, I should. What is The Descendants? It's this, like, Disney thing that is a, it was a movie about the daughters of all the uh, villain kids, basically. Okay. Like all the, like, um, Maleficent, whatever her name is. Maleficent. Maleficent, her daughter, and a bunch of other, like, classic uh, character daughters. And they created, like, a whole story behind them. Um, that's, that's cool. So which one, which one is she going to be? I have no clue. Okay. Um, I wanted to say we, we don't usually put, I don't usually put the theme song in, so I haven't put the theme song in yet for what's opening this episode, but I wanted to let you know that, um, I was going to, I'm going to make it Halloween related and the song I wanted to put in was by Stacy Q. You remember her from Two of Hearts? Yeah. She sang that song, Two of Hearts. Well, two or three years ago, I had a job where I had to drive her to uh, and, and like escort her around um, this thing in Big Bear. And on my way there, she handed me a bunch of her CDs. Um, and she did a Halloween album um, that we listened to. <laughs> And I'm trying to find the songs from that, and it's very hard to do. Um, the one I can find is I'm Going Goth. So that might be our theme song. All right. Well, when in doubt, you can do Thriller, and you'll be fine. <laughs> See, I would, I would say the Monster Mash, but I'm, like, I'm anti-Monster Mash. Yeah, I'm not into Monster Mash. Um, all right. So costume-wise, I, I think you wanted to talk about some of our costumes. Yeah, I sent you a couple of pictures. I was here, uh, I was looking up some pictures of old school. I sent you a couple of pictures of myself when I was really into uh, Halloween at one point. And uh, we could probably post that when we post our thing. But yeah. uh, it was, I was really into it. Like, I tried to, like, get special effects makeup. One, one year I was Jason from Friday the 13th, but... You could see, like, basically I had all this, like, scars and stuff that you can't see from the picture, but, like, the shirts are ripped and I have, like, nice knife wounds and stuff. Uh, but, yeah. So, um, I went to Jason a few times just because my name was Jason, I think. <laughs> but, um, and then I was the Hulk. So, the Hulk, Jason, and Fred Flintstone were my go-to costume. So, when you're the Hulk, do you go shirtless? Uh, ripped shirt, green paint, which always gets everywhere, like on walls and stuff. <laughs> it's a really bad costume for people that invite me over. Let's just put it that way. Now, this is as a, an adult or as a kid or? Both. Okay. I was a Hulk uh, one year in college. I was half David Banner, half Hulk. And basically our white walls and our, like I would just, we were drinking. You know, you forget you have the stuff on, you lean against the wall and the whole wall's green. Um, a lot of fun. Um, what about you? Um, so growing up, my first costume, I think I was like Peter Pan, um, which wasn't, wasn't the manliest of costumes. Uh, I remember my dad, like when I, when I started getting a little older, I got into Halloween, like my dad started wanting to help us make costumes. So... Um, one year he, I wanted to be Pac-Man. So he made a giant, like wooden, like he like sawed and like nailed and hammered, you know, like this giant Pac-Man that I had to wear with like wood harness, like to put on my shoulders. And that thing was so heavy and so hot. Um, but like the guy, you can't even live in that thing. Huh? No, you couldn't move. And like, if you hit into anything, you like broke it basically. Yeah. So I'm sure there's a lot of chip paint around the walls from wearing that. Um, but like, it was, you know, it was, we, we like, you know, I helped him 
whatever. I was there when he was building it, feeling like I was helping him. The following year, or maybe was, yeah, the following year, I won a costume contest at, in my grammar school because my friend and I dressed up like Jim and Tammy Faye Baker. Okay. Yeah, we were like really into Saturday Night Live, so anything that Saturday Night Live was making fun of, we were like kind of dressing up as. And then I realized how much I hated dressing up for Halloween. So for a few years when I was living in New York, I, I pulled off Terrence and Philip from um, South Park because it was great. I just I had like late hair and then I'd be friends with my, my friend with dark hair. We'd each just wear a long sleeve T-shirt with a T and a P. And people like loved it. I'm like, yeah, it's great, right? Yeah. And it was so easy. Uh, they, they became less relevant. Um, I finally inherited like a, um, a, what is it? A pilot's uniform from somebody else's costume. And I made that work for a good solid eight to nine years. And then this year I had a job where I had to dress up in a Halloween costume. So I bought an astronaut like onesie thing. And uh, I showed up, they didn't use it, and I didn't realize it was non-refundable, but that makes sense. Um, so I'm going to be an astronaut for the next 10 years. Nice. Yeah, that's what I do. I, uh, speaking of making, I made a costume one year, um, which was a washing machine. You, you, were, you were a washing machine? Yeah, I basically got a box, and I like, made the washing machine, and then I stapled, like, Underwear and socks, like, hanging from it. <laughs> it was, I could not move in the thing. And then all these, like, big kids, like, pushed me over. And I couldn't get up. They were being dicks. Um, and this was, the, this was the time, remember the time when, you know, you're young and you could go, all right, I'll see you back in, like, four hours, Mom. And you just go by yourself and then get into all this shit. Now, like, there's, you know, there's parents everywhere. And, like, uh, my niece and nephew, they live in this neighborhood where they basically block off the neighborhood. And they have, like, a party. Oh, that's cool. uh, All through the neighborhood. Like, I guess this guy's a DJ. He has, like, a dance party in his driveway. And, like, all the houses are available to go trick-or-treating at. So it's kind of like secured. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Um, I have a friend whose wife is birth. Her birthday is on Halloween, so we usually go to her to their house. They have a daughter, and we all take turns taking her out around the neighborhood. And like, they they live in Santa Monica, and one year we did it. They like they live in this area that has like multiple haunted houses within it. So like it's like a destination in Los Angeles. So. Like buses of kids from other schools get bussed in to trick or treat there, and so they're you're just going through thousands of pieces of candy. It's like insane. Um, it's crazy how it's changed. That's true. I didn't think about like you when when I think about what it was like to trick or treat. My favorite, um, my favorite um, like pop culture reference is probably like Freaks and Geeks, the episode where they go trick or treating. Like that reminds me the most of what it was like as kids. To go trick or treating. I have that on my TV viewing uh, segment. Not segment, but like uh, what? Oh, okay. Essential TV stuff. Yeah, that Freaks and Geeks episode is great. You know, and like right up to like the throwing eggs, because Mischief Night. I don't even know if they do Mischief Night anymore, but Mischief Night was like the greatest night ever. It was like the one night like that I you just weren't afraid to go do some bad shit. And I was never, like, a really bad kid. I always knew the line. Like, I flirted with the line, but I didn't really cross. So, like, Mr. Knight's perfect. Like, throwing eggs, toilet paper, all that shit. Shaving cream. Yeah. Uh, The day day I found out how to make, like, the shaving cream go, like, shoot out, like, like 10 feet was, like, the best day ever. (laughs) If you take a pin and you put it into the, like, where it comes out and you burn... The plastic around the pin, and then you pull the pin out. Oh. It makes a shooter. Oh, cool. Oh, I didn't know that. All right. So, you, next time you're around, uh, next, someone next wants to miss, make a, Next I'll do that. I'll save that up for Monday, Mischief Night, or Tuesday, whichever. I remember one time when we were going to we were gonna destroy, for some reason, there was a scarecrow on our street that was just sitting, 
like in the middle of this guy's lawn and we're like let's go fuck that thing up and we sprinted like full speed and as soon as we got to it like the thing got up and it was someone sitting in there like in the costume like we just thought it was like a stuffed thing and it's it's kind of creepy I guess if you think about it now because the thing's been sitting out there for uh, a couple days um but um on mischief night or Halloween, we tried to like destroy it, and it turned out to be a person in it. So we're like, "Let in!" Oh wow! Yeah. Um, what, my my one big mischief night. We had this light um, across the street from my house, and it was like this giant spotlight that the, our neighbors would turn on, and like whenever you turn down our street, like it would just hit you right in the face that light. And we were like, someday we're going to get it. And then Mischief Night, we're like, this is the night. We all dressed up in black. We, like, my friend had a van. We used his van and, like, jumped out of the baseball bat and just destroyed it. Which is probably not, when I go back to flirting with what's wrong and right, that's probably wrong. Uh, but nonetheless, they deserved it because that light didn't need to be there. Um, Some, a couple of kids probably got kidnapped and then on that, on the, under that light. Now that it wasn't correct. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, we had streetlights. Everything was fine. I don't know what it was with those people. Um, so let's go into some of your, your recommendations, because I did it a little different. I, I was doing movies instead of... Uh... Well, I only had a few TV things that are like every year, you know, TV, you know, the Simpsons Treehouse of Horrors episode comes out. Right. Uh, most of the TV shows now do... Uh, Halloween episodes cause, so they can like do some funny stuff with uh, costumes and stuff. I remember Friends having a lot of funny funny episodes with with costumes. Um, the Great Pumpkin. Yep. Charlie Brown. Right. Classic. Uh, by the way, uh, Andrew Wiggins hit a game winning shot at the buzzer to beat the Thunder. Oh. Oh, wait. It's a, it was a half court shot. Oh. I don't know. We're going to have to look at that highlight. Um, I just got a notification. So, um... Breaking news. Breaking news. And then, you know, the two shows that are always on, which I don't think Amazing Stories is on anymore, but it used to, like, rerun. Um, they... Somebody just... Apple just bought the rights to that, and they're going to put those out again. Well, they're going to make new ones. Right. Well, that's what I mean. They're, they're going to... Yeah. Right. So that would be on, and Twilight Zone, you know, would be, those would pretty much run on uh, Halloween all the time. Although, those weren't very scary. Um, so what do you have in terms of movies? Well, all right, so like when I was a kid, like I've always been kind of scared of scary movies. I, I still kind of am. Like, I don't, I'm not one of the people that like loves scary movies. Um, so... Like things like Friday the Thirteenth, and Nightmare on Elm Street was the one I could get into just because it wasn't as scary. Um, it was just yeah. because by the time like I got around to seeing something like that, it was already like in like the culture, like you know, like Freddy was well, every every year on Halloween they would either release a Friday the Thirteenth movie, a Nightmare on Elm Street movie, or a Halloween right. movie, or a Child's Play movie. Child's Play never, yeah. I forgot about Child's Play. I never got into Child's Play. I just watched Whitewash, part of the new one that's on uh, Netflix right now. But how is that? Uh, it's a little weird. Um. So yeah. So as a kid, like none of that stuff really. Uh, I like my cousin had a Friday the Thirteenth poster when I'd go visit him. Like it used to keep me up at night. And it was just a black background with the mask and, like, some words. But, man, that would keep me up at night. Like, just thinking <laughs> about it. And I'd stay over. And I wouldn't tell anyone because I was like, I don't want to be, a, you know, a wuss. But it, it was just, like, scaring the hell out of me. Um, I had a pretty active imagination. I had, like, a Darth Vader poster at one point that started to scare me. Which, which I can't believe I'm admitting. But at one point it did. E.T. E.T. used to scare us when we were kids. We'd, like, all of a sudden start having, like, nightmares about E.T. E.T. 
see, I told uh, my my sister, is it sister? No, stepsister? No, I don't know. Whatever. My brother's wife. Sister-in-law. Sister-in-law. I told my sister-in-law that uh, for Thanksgiving we're going to show my niece E.T. for the first time. I'm kind of excited about that. I want to start showing her the movies that we liked when we were a kid. And I was like, um, there, I was like, what? Well, she's like, what else do you want to show her? And I was like, well, Goonies. And she's like, oh, you think that's appropriate? I'm like, hmm. It does have a subplot where these three people are trying to kill kids, but. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I think you're going to be severely disappointed. I, I don't know, but I, I, I think kids don't really care about most of that stuff. I think they have to just stumble it on it on their own. And I just don't think that they care the way we did. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. But I don't have a lot of faith in it. I'm sorry. I hope we'll throw a big-ass thing of popcorn in front of her with some, some candy, and she'll sit there, and she'll enjoy it. All right. Um, what did scare me as a kid that I saw, I saw The Shining at a very young age. Um, I, I believe I saw it in the movie theater with my mom, um, which was a really bad idea because I was like five. And I had nightmares, I think I've even talked about this on this podcast, but I had nightmares my whole life about scenes from The Shining without even knowing it. Um, I didn't know where they came from, the, you know. Um, what else was there that I got? Um, Pet Cemetery. I saw in the theater. That scared the hell out of me. But we just did that with uh, Stephen King not too long ago. Um, you know, it really, uh, The Fly used to really scare me. Um, that was something I always like would start to watch and then like no I don't want to see this anymore. Um, Jeff Gold is an interesting actor to go take a look at in terms of his uh, retrospective. Maybe we'll have to do that next week. I'm writing that there down. You go. Maybe we'll just look at Jeff Goldblum retrospective. Um, and then like it the it the TV miniseries used to scare the crap out of me. I think. Yeah, that was scary. Um, but the thing that got me the most was Poltergeist. Yeah, that's on my list. Poltergeist fucking scared the shit out of me. Me too. I remember, like, I wasn't allowed to watch it. And I don't know if you remember back in the day. Well, you lived in, uh, up north, so there was this box that before there was cable movies, it was like, you had like a little switch. And it basically, like, gave you one cable channel. And uh, it was on there, and I knew it was going to be playing. And, like, she would never, her parents would never let me watch it. So it was on at, like, 1 or 2 in the morning. And I knew, and I set my alarm, got out of bed, <laughs> snuck downstairs, started watching it. When that guy, like, rips off his face, oh. like, I was just freaked out. I watched that whole movie all the way through, and then couldn't sleep for a week. Yeah, yep. Um, the 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 part with the tree eating the kid—that was the thing that used to get me. And that clown. Too. And the clown. Um, when I was a little kid, I I don't know how I made this correlation, but I thought that when the the song "Hold Me Now" by Chicago goes "Hold Me Now," I used to think it was about poltergeists because I think it was popular at the time. <laughs> And I somehow thought that they were singing Poltergeist. And so anytime that song came on, I could get freaked out. Okay. <laughs> I thought that was going to have a little more legs. Yeah, um, I don't know. Anyway. So, yeah, it's good. Poltergeist. What else you got going on? Well, I've got some Halloween movies that, I, that are actually, like, involve Halloween. And then there are suggestions for people to watch this Halloween coming up. Okay. Um, there's Beetlejuice. Um, I thought it was a good Halloween movie. Um, Scream. Remember Scream? Yeah, so I wanted to get in the second tier of, like... So the first thing I was talking about is, like, movies, like, when, you're, when we were kids. Then when you become... It's okay to get scared by movies. You're not really, like, gonna... Like, have nightmares. Scream was one of the first ones, like, was in that right sweet spot. And that movie, I, have you, now the podcast, The Rewatchables, where they do, they talk about movies. Have you listened to the Scream one? I only listened to a couple of them, and that wasn't one of them. Okay. 
I'm excited, actually excited for that one. I don't really care much for the podcast, but the Scream one I'm kind of excited for. Um, it was a great movie. I'm with you. Uh, Edward Scissorhands. Um, and there's a movie that came out in like 2007 that I think is probably my favorite Halloween movie. Um, I don't know. I haven't seen it in a while, but it's like a cult film. It's called Trick or Treat. And uh, it's like an anthology movie where these four stories like kind of revolve around Halloween and they can, they interconnect. And um, I think Brian, the only known people in it are Brian Cox and Anna Paquin from X-Files or X-Men. Um, that's a really, I, I haven't seen it in a long time, so if I go back and might be terrible, but I know it's like a pretty big cult movie and they're actually making a sequel to it coming up soon. So uh, if you guys haven't seen that, I definitely think you should check that out. But but the movies that I have... Wait, I just want to say Anna Paquin. X-Men's where you're going with her, huh? Yeah, that's where I'm going. Okay. Where do you go with Anna uh, Paquin? Well, I, you know, True Blood. Well, she doesn't get True Blood without X-Men. All right, it's true. But I, I youngest, youngest Oscar winner in history. True. For the piano, that's where that's my number one thing I go with with Anna Paquin. <laughs> you go with the piano. All my talks about Anna Paquin, I start with piano. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that movie's fucking weird. Um, all right, so here are the movies that I think if you're gonna if you're looking for a movie on Halloween to watch, these are the movies that I suggest. My number one was Poltergeist. Um, which we just talked about. Uh, there's another movie called In the Mouth of Madness. Yeah, you've that? always loved, you've always pushed that movie. The movie is scary as hell. It's about a, uh, a Stephen King type writer whose new book's coming out, and the guy goes AWOL with the book. And, uh, basically these people are freaking out, uh, because this book, um, I guess turns them into zombies or, or hypnotizes them and they start killing people. Um, it's written, so they send Sam Neill, who's like an insurance person for the, uh, for the, uh, publisher to go find the guy and get the book. Okay. Uh, it's scary as hell. Um, it's very weird, but it's good. Uh, the strangers with, uh, Liv Tyler, not a huge Liv Tyler fan. But really well done movie. Now that's the movie where they come in with the masks and they say, "Why are you doing this?" And they say, "Because you were home." Yeah. So their whole motivation is just there's no real motivation. That's like what's there's scary. No motivation. That's just a scary fucking movie. That's what makes something scary because usually when you give like the plot and story, like the storyline to something, and it's not just happening, um, it usually takes some of the fear out of it. So. Yeah. On with you. My next one is Candyman. Oh, I forgot about Candyman. Candyman? That's a rewatchable. Scary as hell. Um, I got a few more. Three more. The Others. The Others is fantastic. Fun movie and great ending to that. Yeah, the ending of that movie is awesome. And then... Two more, I got... You know, The Others, that was one of those movies where I saw it late and everyone was like, dude, the end of that movie. And you're like, all right, take it easy, don't tell me. And in a million years, wouldn't have guessed what was happening. And and listen, I'm not the best at that anyway, but, like, I was just... I, I, for like an hour after that movie, was like, oh, oh, you know, like, just couldn't believe it. Anyway, were your next two? Sorry. First one's Event Horizon, which was uh, about the spaceship that uh, goes missing. This is Sam Neill. Yeah, Sam Neill, another Sam Neill joint. And uh, (laughs) that movie's scary as hell. It's basically about a haunted ship um, and some weird, crazy shit goes on there. And then my last, which is one of my all-time favorite movies, and I see it in the theater as much as I can, is The Thing. 
The Thing is a great scary movie. Uh, Russell, uh, whatever, uh, Kurt Russell. Yes. Um, fucking scary movie. In the middle, it has a great atmosphere. Uh, there's nowhere to go. There's nowhere to go. Uh, <laughs> and there's a thing there that's killing everybody. And you don't know. There's this whole scene where they're strapped down to the chairs. And they're like, all right, the only way we can tell is if we take like a hot iron to uh, some blood. So they take everyone's blood. And the guy starts like transforming like right in the middle of the And then while everybody's strapped to the chair. Oh. Scary, scary stuff. Um, so those are my recommendations for this year, Halloween. Okay, I- I'm going to throw in one. Um, it's a recent movie that really, like like I said, I don't watch a lot of scary movies, but when one like hits me, that I think I think It Follows is so good. Um, yeah, that is good. If you guys haven't seen It Follows, it's just, it's a movie about, I like... I think you can see that on Amazon or Netflix. Yeah, and it, the, the theme of it is... That um, there's this thing, and the only way you can get that's coming to kill you, the only way you can get rid of it is by having sex with someone, and then it's coming after whoever you have sex with. Um, but, but when the when that person dies, it reverts back to the right to the person you're before. Never, you're never uh, you're never free of it. Um, but like the music. The way it's shot, it could be like any year, any town, and you know, it's like, it's just so well done. It, it kind of has that perspective thing that kind of it had, where we were talking about that scene where the lady's like standing in the background and you don't really notice it. Um, this movie, it follows, is all about like you see someone in the distance walking, but you don't focus on it till it gets a little closer. Um, it's and true. then you realize that that's the person you should be afraid of. Yeah, and, uh, and so then you wind up like that's so like the second half of the movie, you just spend the entire movie never looking at the main characters. You're just looking at what's like in the distance. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's good. Very, very well done movie. Um, okay, cool. This this actually turned out way better than I had uh, anticipated. I think we should go with run with the Jeff Goldblum next week. All right, I like it. Um, Jurassic Park is frightening in the dark. We, we, have, we, we haven't opened with that song yet, so maybe we can use that, I think, right? We did do a Weird Al retrospective. Um, all right, well, uh, I guess we'll see you guys next week. Yeah, uh, thanks for listening. Unless you got everything. I think that's I think that's good. Uh, you, you, you did say something about TV shows that you were going to talk about. I didn't want to cut you off of that. Well, I, I listed a few, you okay. know, just stuff that's on. Okay. Uh, all that's right. all I got. Cool. Well, thanks for listening, everyone. We'll, we'll see you next week.